AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. Hope you're having a good Thursday morning. This is me jamming Throwback Thursday Thursday together. Throwback Thursday, of course it is. We'll have all your favorite throwbacks. You got something you want to hear? Text us, 68255. Start your text with VFX. Download our mobile app. You can take us anywhere, Android, iPhone, and you can communicate with us on the app. We post your questions throughout the show up there as well. No reason not to have that. You step away from radio, bam, still got AJ McCall on the radio and VFX whenever you want to go. Speaking of VFX on the go, in case you missed it, yesterday, I 100% totally got pied in the face. That absolutely happened. There are pictures to prove it of some of the lucky people that got to pie me in the face on our uh, Instagram and Facebook, Utah's VFX, all one word. So that video will be out later today. That was for iPod Idol. Later this morning, McCall and myself will announce the punishment for this week's iPod Idol. It is shoe-related. We're wrapping up our Souls for Souls shoe drive. Big thanks to everybody. There were so many boxes. They came and got them yesterday. It was such a great response, a great turnout. Thank you to everyone that donated shoes. So we're wrapping it up, but since we're doing an iPod Idol punishment, we want to extend it one more week. So if you do have shoes you want to drop off, 810 West, 200 North, that's our location here in Logan. Office is open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. And again, if you're in Preston or Tremont and maybe you don't want to make the drive, send us a message on Facebook, Utah's VFX. See if we can coordinate a way to get the VFX van out there pick up those shoes so we can get as many donated as possible because again they are for countries that are in need and and don't have shoes and are are not as as well off as the united states but they're also saved and used for natural disasters whether it's hurricanes earthquakes mudslides whatever mother nature may throw at us they are saved and given to those people who just ran out of the house and obviously didn't think about shoes they're trying to get to safety so it's 810 West, 200 North. That is where you can drop off your shoes. Pie Day was yesterday. That video will be out later today. Big thanks to our videographer, Denise, who, one, obviously does such great work shooting the video and editing it, but two, is always up for our shenanigans. Like, hey, we're going to go do this. And you're like, cool, let me get the camera. <laughs> such a blast. And again, later this morning, we will announce the iPod Idol punishment. We've also got uh, one of McCall's favorite subjects. She's... Running a little behind. We'll, we'll see her soon. One of her favorite subjects, passive-aggressive notes. We'll get to this hour. Food and, because it's Throwback Thursday and everybody loves that, some feel-good jams. That'll be later during the debate today. I think you'll really like that one. AJ and McCall on VFX. We'll get into McCall's 411 coming up in uh, just over six minutes. That is after 21 Pilots. But first, Selena Gomez and Marshmallow, who's a hoot to follow on Twitter, by the way, if you haven't already. It's Wolves on VFX. Good morning. It is still McCall's 411. AJ and I filling in because anything I've learned about gossip is 100% come from McCall. Uh, this got out yesterday. Kesha announced on Instagram that she's heartbroken. My biggest joy in life is sharing my music with my fans all over the world, but I have to follow my doctor's orders. She is postponing some of her tour dates because she has to have knee surgery. Uh, apparently, she suffered a setback when she tore ACL during a recent performance. And so... Shows in Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan, and Japan are being postponed. Hopefully, and good news, especially if you have tickets, because she's coming to Salt Lake. Her North American tour starts June 6th. She's hoping that she doesn't have to push that back. Trace Songs has been accused of hitting a woman in the face at a party in Hollywood Hills Saturday night. The woman apparently says Trey got upset when he saw her talking to another guy, so he hit her. She went to the hospital, filed a police report. No word on possible charges yet. That's reported by TMZ. Charges that have been filed. A New York City cabbie was found guilty of stealing John Legend's luggage last year. 
The guy was caught on surveillance video grabbing John Lewis's John's Louis Vuitton bag off a cart at JFK Airport. It's a pair of $25,000 Cartier Panther head cufflinks in it as uh, was in his luggage. Luckily, John got his stuff back. The cabbie's looking at possibly seven years in prison. Ariana Grande had a special performance planned for the Manchester victims at the Brit Awards last night. Unfortunately, she had to back out of the tribute because she's sick. Her producer said, uh, unfortunately, she's not able to travel on doctor's orders. She's not well. In Ariana's place, Liam Gallagher sang the Oasis song Live Forever in honor of the victims. Speaking of the Brit Awards, there are some huge winners. Uh, Brit Album of the Year, Brit Male Soloist, went to Storm Stormzy. British female solo artist and British breakthrough artist went to Dua Lipa. She's having a huge, huge year. A couple of the international winners, female, went to Lord. That's a big win over Pink, Alicia Keys, Taylor Swift. International male solo artist, Kendrick Lamar. Again, stacked category. Childish Gambino, Drake, Beck, and DJ Khaled, all nominees, or nominees as well. International group was Foo Fighters, British artist video of the year. That was Harry Styles' Sign of the Times. You can, uh, of course, as, I, I'm going to have to find that. I don't know if that was actually yesterday or the time difference means it was two days ago, but that was going on, and Dua Lipa's all over Twitter right now thanking everyone. She's having a monster year. But that's the 411 this hour. A look now at local news with AJ and McCall on VFX. Utah lawmakers setting this year's state budget estimate they will have more than $500 million in surplus tax collections to work with. Legislatures estimate uh, this past Wednesday show a $453 million surplus to spend on ongoing costs like salaries and $128 million million for one-time projects like construction. The reports are there's a lot of legislative leaders that are proposing you some of that money to trim Utah's individual corporate tax rates to 4.95% down from 5%. That would cost about $55 million. This surplus also doesn't take in the 25 to $80 million extra the state is expected to collect because of the major overhaul of the nation's tax code passed by Congress in December. That story at CashValleyDaily.com. Also, the return of neighborhood council meetings in Logan City, getting big thumbs up. Last month's Speak to the Mayor program that's on KVNU, there was an anonymous email sent to thank Logan Mayor Holly Danes for reviving the neighborhood council meetings. The individual said that during the previous series of meetings, they learned a lot about the city and hopes the city learned a lot about its neighborhoods. On this month's program, on this Wednesday's For the People, the mayor said they have held one meeting so far and the turnout was good. I think it's a really important way for us to reach out as a city to try and hear from our citizens on issues that concern them. For us to be able to take ideas to them and say, hey, we're thinking about this. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? How does it impact your neighborhood? That was what Dade said about the positives of these neighborhood meetings. And again, that story. Also, you can read more about the comments on CashValleyDaily.com. All local news, CVDaily.com. AJ McCall on VFX. Hey, we are getting so close to 6,500 Facebook likes. Right now, 26 away. And what's going to happen at 6,500 Facebook likes? We're going to give away Serenoni Blanket. You've seen them. They're soft. They're heavy. They're big. They're warm. They're comfortable. They are amazing. And how to get yourself entered in for it? You just got to like the page, Utah's VFX on Facebook. And it doesn't go away. Every 100 likes, we give a prize away. So once you like it, you're entered in. You like it before we get to 6,500, you're in at 6,500, 66, 67, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're in every time because the way it works is everyone that likes the page is entered in every time. You all go into a drawing. 
We draw one lucky winner, and then we count down till we get to our next plateau of 100 likes. So get to Utah's VFX on Facebook, click like, and then you're entered in. 26 likes away. Plus, I'd like to think that we post some funny stuff. I mean, later today, you'll see the iPod Idol pie face punishment video. And by the way, it really was a punishment. Uh, One of the most refreshing showers I've ever taken because I was just sticky and gross. Also, it was freezing out and I didn't want to get whipped cream all over my nice VFX jacket. So yes, every time if you could looked at those pictures, I was in just my t-shirt when I took the pie and it was it was chilly yesterday. That whipped cream froze into my hair. So it was quite the punishment. You could see some of the pictures of the lucky people that got to pie me in the face on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Utah's VFX. And later today, you'll see the video of me getting pied in the face repeatedly iPod Idol punishment. This week's punishment for when we sing on Friday, we'll be announcing that later this morning. We'll get McCall in here because we're going to be talking about passive-aggressive notes. When is it the right time to do it? When is it too far? What are some of the best ones you've seen? Because a lady... Look, I get it. Bad parking irritates everyone. But if it's an emergency vehicle, probably not the smartest thing to leave a note. Just saying. And she got her just desserts for that one. See what I did there with the pie? We'll get into that story after Timberland and One Republic. That's for Throwback Thursday. And that's in four minutes on VFX. It's AJ and McCall. It's AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall may be looking to put a passive-aggressive note of her own. She is stuck driving. She'll be here. AJ McCall on VFX. Throwback Thursday, 631, 6 degrees. So, look. McCall and I have admitted... Producer Butters to the guy in charge of us. Driving is one of those things that I think sets a lot of people off, definitely sets us off and get mad. But I think there's something about venting in your car with the windows up. Now, parking can be really frustrating. Speaking of someone who lives almost exclusively in apartment complexes my entire life, you take up two parking spots and make me have to drive all the way around the complex to go find another spot. I'm very, very, very unhappy about that. Now, a lady in England got upset and left a note, which, of course, we've heard. McCall's the queen of passive-aggressive notes. I've talked about some of my favorites I've, I've seen that I would love to have available to me whenever some jerk parks incorrectly. But a ambulance parked in front of her house, and she uh, a little, little upset about that. So she left a note, and the note was an angry one. And it says, uh, if this van is not for anyone at number, I think, 14, then you have no right to be parked here. I couldn't give a bleep if the whole street collapsed. Now move your van from outside my home. Kind of aggressive. I think we could agree. Lacking of empathy for sure. An emergency vehicle's there, an ambulance. Maybe have some understanding that someone is in need of assistance. Well, police decided that that was creating an abusive environment for paramedics, so they wound up arresting her. For a public order offense. A little too far, maybe. I think you could have uh, had a stern talking to with her. But I'll, I'll agree. Her note was was maybe, maybe a little too aggressive. I would never say, hey, I know you're here because you're an ambulance in your emergency vehicle and you're helping someone. But uh, I don't care. Get out in front of my house. In fact, I don't care if the whole street collapses. See, I'd care if the whole street collapsed. It's it's a bold insult to take for an emergency vehicle. I'd say so. I don't know what she was thinking. I have I, no idea. I, and I don't I don't think the story doesn't say like she was blocked in. 
in like her driveway was parked in front of because that I could have a little bit more understanding. But still, again, again, it's an emergency vehicle and you saying, hey, basically get the heck out of my way. I'm really upset. I really don't care that you're parked here because like I have other people coming here. I mean, so really, it's the same new. thing. As like if a police car had parked in front of your house and right. lights were on, it's the exact same thing. Except she looks more like a jerk to me because again, it's an ambulance. You're lacking complete empathy because someone is in need of life-saving services. Right. Well, nope, I need the extra thirty seconds, <laughs> and I get it. I'm upset a lot of times in the vehicle, but whew, lady takes the cake. So, McCall, we're going to put her through your class here because, as we know, you're the queen of passive-aggressive notes. I am. We've already confessed that parking's one of our bugaboos. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through some scenarios after Destiny's Child here in, like, six minutes and decide when and when it's not right to put down passive-aggressive notes. Okay. Because this lady clearly needs a class on this. Yeah, I don't know what she was thinking. I have no idea... And if you have any favorite ones that you've done for regard, it doesn't even have to be driving. I have some really good ones I've stumbled across for parking that I really need to print off one of these days. Please comment. We'll put this story up on our Facebook page. You can read it. When do you think it's okay to put up a passive-aggressive note? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. We're available on all social media. Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I snapped about how I'm concert-cursed. Get at us. When is it okay to put down a passive-aggressive note? AJ McCall on VFX. All right, let's go to class here, McCall. Okay. Prepare so to be schooled. you're the queen of passive-aggressive what? notes. Yes. This lady in England who left a very aggressive... She definitely I know, it wasn't passive at all. It Holy definitely cow. emphasized the aggressive part of the note. Needs a class. Needs help. Yeah. So when yeah. is it okay to leave passive-aggressive notes? Let's start parking is the best one. Let's start with parking. Some would say never. Well, I don't agree with that line of thought. Right. But if you're, I don't know, at Walmart or at like a grocery store. Right. Sure. If you're at a hospital, no. Fair. Okay. Location is a Location's is a important. That. Okay. What about like restaurants? Is there any restaurants that are off limits? Or is it all restaurants that are off limits? Because I agree with your grocery store versus hospital I'm in. A hospital, same thing as an ambulance. Right. Have maybe a little empathy. Yeah. Maybe um, someone had to park bad and rush in because something's happening to a loved one. Have some understanding. Right, right. And at Walmart, I don't think there's to an go emergency. get pizza yeah, rolls. Get, there's no emergency there. The only emergency I could see is if you need a pizza rolls like right now. Which I do. But. But I could park better. I could take I'll, two I'll extra honest. seconds yeah. and park no, better. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Thank you. Uh, doctor's office is same, same side. Fair. Okay, yes. Restaurants. I mean, I'm gonna probably say no. Now is this based on or the yes, fact that? Sorry, like it's it's acceptable to leave one. A restaurant. I was, okay. Yeah, it it depends on parking, the parking spots. Right. Because I'm gonna say, if it's in like a handicapped parking spot, it's fine. If it's over on the other side of it, it's fine. Just let it go. It's probably. A grandma celebrating an 80th birthday or something. Okay. So I'm going to say that's okay. If it's a minivan, no, because I have <laughs> one of my friends actually has twins. Right. And so they have to park over in order to get both of the carriers out. Got it. So no, everybody else park right. 
Okay, so let's let's leave Parky behind. By the way, the turtle one that I always talk about, the thing I want to leave on windshields, I found it. It's on our Facebook page now. You can read the article of the lady who left a very aggressive note on an ambulance and got arrested for it. Underneath it, I commented the picture of the turtle, and to paraphrase, it says, some three-year-old struggle to color between the lines, too. Maybe if you practice on this turtle, you'll park better. Ooh, that's a good one. I love it. I'm going to print it, finally. I have it saved. How about in the workplace, McCall? Because, let's be honest, things come up, come up in the workplace. The last thing you want to do is maybe start a fight, so you leave maybe a passive-aggressive note to get the point across and still keep it anonymous. Yeah. Do that. Just any situation, you're good with it? Yeah. I don't have any issue with that. (laughs) Personally, I'd prefer if someone were to come up and be like, McCall, you got stuff all over the place. Clean it up. I'd prefer that instead of like a passive aggressive note, but that's just my own. Yeah. Well, the cleaning, the cleaning fairy came through and said, hey, maybe you guys should make the studio look nicer. Cleaning fairy ended up coming to my mom's house. Yeah. The dishwashing fairy. Dishwashing. It was the put your stuff away fairy. (laughs) What it was called. When is it okay to leave a passive-aggressive note? Tell us some of your times of doing so examples on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, under the story of the lady who left a very aggressive note for an ambulance. Oh, yes. Which I, I feel like an alarm should go off. Like, the common sense alarm should go off and be like, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, this well, is a bad idea. Maybe it did, and she was just like, nah. That's how enraged she was. You can text as well, 68255. Start your text with VFX and include your name. What are your passive-aggressive note stories? It's AJ McCall. When is it all right to send a passive-aggressive note? As McCall's already started to lay out for us, it's AJ McCall at VFX. Hospital, medical situation. Don't leave a passive-aggressive note there. Grocery store, restaurants. As long as it's not in a handicapped spot. Yeah. Unless it's a jerky in a handicapped spot, then yeah, full reign. Right. Like someone who doesn't have a handicap pass, go get them. Yeah. Workplace, McCall's all for it. You know, I actually have, and I don't even think it was that passive aggressive note. So, back at my first radio job, we have uh, programs we use to record audio, right? And right. so, just like anything else, whether it's a Word document or anything, if you leave it unopened, people can come through, close it, and you lose what you don't have. Yeah. Well, I had someone new start who had a bad habit of leaving their audio open, which was, that wasn't something that annoyed me. That was like, hey, FYI, because we had just gone through a rash of someone coming in and just closing stuff. So people were losing stuff left and right. Mm -hmm. But this person also left the studio in a bit of a mess. So one day I figured to be nice because multiple people use this studio. I'll just leave a note and said, hey, FYI, people have been losing their safe stuff. So make sure to save your stuff. Otherwise, it could get closed. And maybe we should leave the studio the way we found it. Passive aggressive, maybe. Yeah. Polite, I thought so. I didn't wasn't very aggressive. I thought it was more passive than aggressive. Yeah. Taken completely the wrong way. Got into a whole argument with the person who said that it was me telling them how we do things and this is how you need hmm. to do it. That's funny. I find it funny. I couldn't help but chuckle myself because the f- main point of the note was, hey, heads up. I know you think maybe you're good if you like step out to go to lunch or something, but we legitimately have had people that have come through studios and just closed things that aren't there, so save it. Yeah. That was the main point of the note, because we've all been there, right, where you, you lose something you wanted, and then you're like, ugh, or your butters, and you're like, I don't need to save this. And next week, you're like, why didn't why I didn't save I say- that? I needed to save this. Right. All the time. Yeah. He does that all the time. It's producer butters, guy in charge. Mm-hmm. McCall, other Hmm. situations, passive-aggressive notes, perfectly acceptable.
We've got workplace, yes. What about with family? Always, never, some of the time? Depends on the, the family. You should mm. probably know. Gut feeling on that one. Then. Yeah. Just go with your gut. So favorite times for passive-aggressive notes, because as McCall attested, she's left some for her family. Cleanliness? Yes. Chores? Leave, leave dishes in the dish. Leave dishes in the sink. I'm coming at you with a passive-aggressive <laughs> note. What else? Laundry? The refrigerator? This Refrigerator's really, got to be a popular one, right? Refrigerator, yeah. Don't throw stuff away. Don't eat things that aren't yours. Yeah. Yeah. Another workplace where that was an issue. Oh, and my then, gosh. And you think is, you sit there and you're like, okay, how hard is this? You didn't bring it. Don't, Don't eat it. Put it in your mouth. Right. That's not... I've never even seen that as a problem for myself. I have. Like, I don't understand. No, I mean, for myself, taking other people's food. Oh, no. I don't, I don't understand. Right. I don't understand the mentality on that. Oh, look, Sharon brought a really good salad. I think I'm going to eat that today. Quit that. Yeah, hooligan. How do you justify that in the least? Like, oh, I'm really hungry and I'm irresponsible. Therefore, others will suffer. Yeah, I, I don't think I even understand. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you justify that in the least. Like, what kind of jerk does that? Um, I think maybe if you're at college. Uh oh. Maybe I don't know, because sometimes when you're at school and you have to drive around, especially up here. Ooh, I, I think remember. I, know where this is going. I remember I had a lot of friends that were going to school up here that would have problems because people would double park. Oh yeah, I'm in on this. No, no, no. Let me clarify for you. Absolutely. Parking is as valuable as gold when you're talking in the campus yeah. setting. So free reign. Yeah. Parking on campus, free reign to leave notes. You can kill trees leaving notes on those cars because look, there's spots that everybody wants, but there's a big difference between getting a nice parking spot and then having to park 10 miles away and having to hoof it to class. Yeah. So free reign. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I support that decision 100%. That's my go-to. I would say yes. Yeah. USU, feel free. Someone double parks, you let them know. You leave a passive aggressive Because mode. everyone's fighting for parking spots. They could take a couple extra seconds. I know we're all late to class. They can take a couple extra seconds to leave enough space for someone to get behind them. Yes. 100%. Yes. When is it okay to leave past aggressive notes? Read the story of the lady who left one in England on a ambulance. Got arrested for it because it was more aggressive than passive. Yeah. It's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. When is it okay to leave passive aggressive notes? Always. What? Got a message on Facebook. Said, uh, I used to have a business card I would leave on windshields of cars at the supermarket and had Mickey Mouse holding a can opener. It said, thank you for parking so close. Next time, leave an effing can opener so I can get out of my car. It's okay to leave notes on cars anytime they are driving stupid or parking too close or over the line, but you really don't have to be ignorant like that every time. You can be nice until you see the same car doing the same thing next week. And they just can't seem to get the message. Well, and that's what I think, too. I Even though people like to think that I'm super passive-aggressive. <laughs> I wonder how they got that idea. <laughs> I have yet to leave a passive-aggressive note on a car. Because I feel like I just don't ever always 100% know the situation. So, I'm like, eh. I want some to be prepared. Look, yes, I make mistakes, too, when it comes to driving. I get it. So, I try right. to have understanding. Right. However, if it's a terrible job, I'm not going to feel good, feel bad about leaving a note. Sylvia said, I've never, ever left a 
passive aggressive note. Either they know what they're doing and don't care, or it's a waste of time, or excuse me, and it's a waste of time, or it's a situation where you know nothing about it and made their day that much worse. Right. And that's kind of the way that I look at it, but. That's fine. But it's just, look, you want my opinion on the world? Here's a real quick opinion of the world. Everybody needs to take themselves a little less seriously. If your day is made worse by me leaving a turtle on your car and saying, hey, maybe learn how to draw between the lines. Might want to look back at a couple things, maybe de-stress a little bit. It's a joke. Yeah. Not like I now, if you were a lady like the one in England and you say you don't care if the neighborhood collapses, don't park in Amazon front of my car, that's too far. There's no question. Way too far. Way. Yeah. And as we went, we had McCall go through situations, hospital, medical situations, don't do it. No. Grocery stores, restaurants. Yeah, we all probably had a few more seconds to correctly park. Come on. Right. Well, we have we have uh, been out with someone who decided to park at a 45 degree angle and called oh my it. Gosh. And we're like, are you I, kidding I me? I swear there were four parking spots that were taken up. Not two, four of them. That's not okay. No. Yeah. I think we ended up reparking that oh, too. We did. We're not going to we leave like, that. No. It's when we had the pigskin trucks oh they're so gorgeous they were gorgeous I we were not even driving and fix it situation how long did it take a handful of minutes it's a big truck but it took a few extra minutes it's not a big deal so maybe just <sighs> and relax a little my suggestion yeah we'll get the real 411 next with mccall after the weekend this hour maybe a chance to be more passive aggressive possibly or take a little bit more hold of your future and get the correct order. We talk about food. Shocker! <laughs> Later this hour, McCall's 411 is next every hour on the 11th after the weekend with that punk. It's called Starboy on VFX. So yesterday, they ended up having the Brit Awards, and it was incredible. I mean, I watched some of the performances. They have the performances all ranked from... It's kind of like worst to best, but seriously... They're all incredible. I mean, they were saying Justin Timberlake was the worst, if that tells you anything. That's, uh, I'm assuming, I did not see any of it. That's pretty, pretty high. They level were so though. good. So, Justin Timberlake, the Foo Fighters performed, Ed Sheeran performed, Sam Smith performed, Rag and Bone Man performed, Kendrick Lamar, who's incredible, Rita Ora, Liam Gallagher. Dua Lipa and Stormzy, who is incredible, by the way. I did not know him. have not heard of him until now. Oh, my gosh. He's so good. I would hope so. He won, what was it? Everything. Album and male male performer. Yeah, he won everything. Huge congratulations going out. You can catch all of those um, updates on, on the website. Kesha is injured. She ended up having to postpone her concerts. She's undergoing some knee surgery, which is super scary. She ended up tearing her ACL, which is horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Not that you can't do this, because I'm a sports fan, so it's a common athlete injury. Yeah. So I, as a normal, well, she's not a normal person. She's somewhere between a normal person and an athlete. I'm curious as to how that happened. Well, I'm curious if it's just like a past injury, because I know that a lot of people will strain their their ACLs before. And so I wonder if it's like a previous injury that ended up just getting aggravated or something. Ariana Grande was actually going to be performing at the Brit Awards, but doctor's orders, she was not allowed to. She had to go on bed rest because she's just super sick. Very sad. Been it's a very up really and down sad. year for her for I know. a lot of reasons. It's really sad, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad that she's kind of on the mend. She's getting better, I guess. I'm sure that performing would not have helped at all. No, the stress, the practice, the singing. 
not in, not in the least. I, if the doctor ordered it, then I'm sure it's mildly serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the 411 this hour. We talk about food occasionally. All the time. We talk about food all the time. It's AJ and McCall at VFX. Actually, a uh, little teaser. Our podcast this week, AJ and McCall Drop the Mic, comes out every Friday, is about food. It's going to be a lot of fun. Me, for me I'm personally, so excited. let's just say, because I have a lot of friends who, and this is funny, it's how I introduced you, because we're uh, pulling our buddy Mitch from the news department, because he served his mission in the Caribbean, so he's part of it this week, and I was talking to him, and I said, the point of this podcast is going to be a lot of fun for me, because I have a lot of friends who know what they like, so they get the same thing, to Every which producer Butter said, that's me, and I said, yeah, live your life, try something new, <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun, that's tomorrow. So, McCall has a lot of experience in customer service, specifically I in do. restaurants, which we're going to get into because a survey was released about food, people returning food. And so, as I said, could be passive aggressive this hour, could not be. Right. The survey says 39% of people survey says-, says sending back food at a restaurant makes them uncomfortable. 3% wouldn't do it even if the entire order was wrong. I feel like I'm in that line. So I was thinking about this because we've talked about customer service and food a lot because tipping comes up a lot. McCall's done a lot of, had a lot of various jobs. So this is a topic that we haven't, isn't new to us necessarily. And I was thinking about this a lot because for me, there's several family members who I hate going out to eat with because they're a huge pain in the butt all the time. I rotate. I do have a story where my entire order was wrong, but I ate it anyway. But McCall and I, as we do very often, went out to lunch, uh, I think it was last week, maybe the week before, and I got an order that was entirely wrong, and I sent it back because it's not what I wanted. Right. So I'm in both. I'm both. And yeah. it, to, me, it's, to me, it's not an uncomfortable thing. If it's like, because in the first situation, I got an order, I ordered a breakfast or a lunch sampler, and I got a breakfast sampler anyway, but it was still looked delicious. And so right. I well, ate it anyway because I was like, I don't care. This is a mistake, but whatever. This looks good. Well, it's like what happens if you ordered fish sticks and you ended up getting lobster instead? You know, you're not going to be like. Unless you don't like lobster, in which case, what's wrong with you? Put this back, right? I'm going to send this back because I would just look at it and be like, oh, yum. Yeah, I'm not uncomfortable by it. Should Should you send it back? Yeah, if it's not what you ordered, but. My situation, the one I think of specifically, I was out with family and it's not what I ordered. And they're like, that's not what you ordered. I said, yeah, but I'm going to eat it anyway. Because there's nothing on it I didn't want anyway. Right. I was like, I ordered a lunch sampler and then I got a breakfast sampler. And I was like, I will eat all of this still. Whatever. Eat. But we went out and got sandwiches and they got me a sandwich that I did not want. And I was like, this isn't what I ordered. Please give me my sandwich. Was I mad about it? No. No, not at all. It was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. AJ kept pretty cool about it. Because he brought it out and he's like, is this, did you get this? And he was just like, nope. Nope. I got this other one. And so the guy was like, oh, okay. Turned around, went back to the kitchen, got him another one. Yeah. It happens. It was easy going. The only thing that frustrated me is because I was really oh hungry my gosh. and I had to wait it was, it was like the one day that AJ was like so Dying. hungry. <gasps> I was so hungry. Everybody so- else got their food first. <laughs> Oops. It usually happens, actually. Yeah. Whenever, Whenever AJ's super hungry. Yeah, that too. But especially when I go out with Butters and McCall and usually Denise. Yeah, Denise will come with us, our videographer. Usually my food is last for whatever reason. I don't know why. So 
We're going to get McCall to share some stories, talk about this from her perspective of both customer and waitress. But when it comes to your food being incorrect, where do you fall on the spectrum? 100% immediately, I'm sending it back. If it's something I like, do you tolerate it? Or you just, whatever, I'm going to get whatever I get. If they bring it to me, I'm keeping it. Where do you fall on the spectrum of returning your food as McCall chucks her phone across the room? It's not doing what I want it to. <laughs> it has to go to space. <laughs> Give it a second. <laughs> when it comes to your order being wrong, how do you address it? Immediately correct it. If I like it, I'll keep it. No, I'm whatever they give me, I'm keeping it because I don't want to talk about it. That's the question. You can send us a text, 68255. Start your text with VFX. Comment on all social media, one word, Utah's VFX. We'll get into McCall's side of the story after Gym Class Heroes in about four minutes. What does it take for you to send food back? That's the question because according to a recent survey, 39% of people are uncomfortable to send food back. 3% won't even do it because they don't want to send it back, even if the entire order is wrong. See, and I think I normally fall on that line just because, I don't know, I'm very much a person that is understanding of mistakes when it comes to that, especially since I worked in fast food and I worked in restaurant industry, in the food industry. I guess you could say. And so I I understand it and it makes sense to me. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm supposed to try something new today. Then I just try it. Uh, And I'm like, oh, maybe I don't actually hate this. I try to be understanding and lighthearted about it, too. Like, my attitude is, and I've been in this situation before, something comes out that is not what I ordered, but it's something I need anyway. I generally will just eat it. I'll probably point it out, be like, hey, this is my order. It's not a big deal mm-hmm. because I'm with McCall. I'm not going to get upset about it, but they're supposed to, I think, McCall's the server in the room, get my order right. Right. So well, I'm going to inform them necess- they, right. that they messed up, but I'm not going to make a big deal about it. Uh, I have gotten an order entirely wrong before and just eaten it. Part of the reason, though, was the company I was with because I knew they were going to make a big deal because the conversation started like this. Man, we've been sitting here for 10 minutes. We don't have drinks yet. It's been five. No, yeah. it's been 10. It No, it hasn't. You need to calm down. Yeah. Otherwise, this is going to jade our entire... And then it did. And of course it was it not did. fun. Well, that's always what happens. And, you know, it's 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 kind of sad. It's kind of a hard thing, really. I'll, I'll tell you right now. It's a hard thing, okay? <laughs> so, McCall, from your server side of this... Yes. How has that gone down? I'm sure at least once by accident or whatever... That, Give oh, it someone the oh wrong order. Oh my gosh. So there were a lot of times because there's miscommunications between the server and the kitchen sometimes. And sometimes the people in the kitchen just don't want to listen, which was really frustrating. So okay. it was like I'd get my order in and it would be something on like sourdough toast or something instead. And They'd put it on weed, so then I'd have to tell them, hey, it's not on weed, it's on sourdough. You freaking read the order, you would have seen that, but obviously you didn't. Right. No, I'm with you. I think that's, the the older I've gotten, the more the understanding has come to me that it's not just the server's fault. There's so many other people that are, like, involved in it. And so I have a little bit more patience with it, because just because my order came out wrong doesn't mean the server got it wrong. Right. Right. And normally, it was something that was... Caught before it would go out because I I would catch it. Unless it was like a burger or something and then you couldn't open the burger to see if there was onions on it or whatever. 
So, what what would it take for you to actually send food back and call? The order being wrong doesn't sound like it. What about circumstances outside of food? Hair in your food, dirty silverware, dirty plate, dirty uh, glass. I've asked for different glasses before. I've asked for a different glass, and I've asked for different silverware before, just because there's been stuff that's on the silverware. And that's the thing is that I... After working in restaurants and fast food type industry, I guess Uh that's what it's called, right? Yes. I've had to clean dishes. I've had to wash the dishes before. Right. And so there's a lot of understanding that goes into that too, because it's not like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is so gross. (laughs) Because it's like, you probably washed it, but then it just sucks. There's a place here in Logan. I've only eaten at, I think, twice since, and it was not my choice either time because the first time I went there, I got a glass that had, I got water, and thank goodness I got water. Otherwise, I might not have been able to tell. Had had floaters in it. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. And I sent it back, and I got a clean glass, and then I got a refill that came out in a new glass. That was the same glass. That was the first glass again. Or it might have been another one, but it still had floaters in it. it. Lo- yeah, it regardless, it was disgusting. Right. And that, I've sent glasses back because of that sort of a thing, because there's stuff been stuck on it or whatever else. But there's one time that I can remember that I sent an order back and I got a salad at one of my favorite restaurants. I'll still go there. It took me a while to get back to going there, okay. but one of my favorite restaurants went there. I started eating my salad, and as I was getting ready to eat my salad, I see something like moving in it, and there was a bug in my salad. Now, granted, you're more forgiving than they, I. I think well, I'd be done at that place. Well, they they grow their own food and stuff, and so it was just like, meh. Even still, I think I'd been done. I just. I ended up sending it back and I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. So it's been years and years and years and years. I guess I understanding than if I was that young. Yeah. So it's just been years and years, but we ended up sending it back and I think I was much more picky as a kid. Shocker. And there were a couple of times then that there was a burger that I got that was pink and I was disappointed I just remember the manager came out and asked us, hey, how's your food? How's everything? How's everything tasting? I was like, my burger's pink. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to take it back? No. (laughs) Do you want me to bring you something else like chicken nuggets or something? I guess. Then he went back and my mom was like, McCall, that was not nice. You were not very nice. Now, what if you just made him very upset because he's the owner? He's the manager. He takes care of it. And then all I could imagine was the guy sitting in the back room just crying. So then I felt like a horrible person. I had to have been eight at that or six at that point. So that explains it. McCall is much more patient when it comes to incorrect food orders. And I like to consider myself pretty patient. But the hair in my food, yeah, it's going back. Dirty dishes, yeah. And what happened that time I got the dirty glass? I sent it back. And then they sent me the third. And I was just done. When they brought this, the glass back out, I was like, I'm out. But it a company trip so it wasn't on my dime and so i was just like okay here it is again and i was just like i'm done i want to leave now yeah. i'm done with this restaurant yeah it's disgusting twice in a row yeah what does it take for you to send your food order back incorrect order hair in it something else three percent of people won't send an order back even if it's entirely wrong so where do you draw the line 
You can text us, 68255. Start your text with VFX. Include your name. Comment on social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or Facebook. All one word, Utah's VFX. Throwback Thursday at VFX. That one in by request for John Marshall. Say Jay McCall at VFX. Ooh. The question this hour, what would it take to get you to send your food back? I am so free. Wrong order. McCall's still jamming out. I Wrong love order. That. Mm. Dirty silverware. Hair and food. I think the thing that makes me return my food, and I'm not sure what necessarily now would cause me to return my food. I remember once upon... Oh. Ooh. Oh. Here it is. Normally when I get my sandwiches, if I get a burger or something, if I go to any fast food joint, and I normally I'll just say no mustard or onions on it, not because I'm... I hate them. If they come on my sandwich, whatever. It's not a big deal. I'll just eat it anyway, right? There was one time I ordered a sandwich with no mustard or onions. Got my sandwich, drove away because why would I check it? You're supposed to. It's a rule in my family. Well, that's the thing is that normally, how bad could it be messed up? You know what I mean? Because if, if there's... Oh, no. My family, it's you check to make sure at least everything's there that you ordered. If there's mustard and onions, it's fine. Again, I'll eat it. But I ordered it. No mustard, no onions. That's all they put on my burger. <laughs> there was no cheese. There was burger, Please bun, tell me you went back. mustard, and onions. No, because I was at work. I went to work. I couldn't go back. Oh, major letdown. You could have gone back afterwards. Like, hey, here's the sitch. After like six hours. You, got, you went back when you could go back. Here's the thing. So a lot of people are kind of on board with, I just deal with it. Haas said it takes a lot to get his food sent back because it all goes to the same place. Kirsten says, unless it's severely undercooked, I send it back. Otherwise, I just keep it for fear of repercussion. Clint said, unless it's undercooked or has something in it, I just deal. For example, my brother once found a hair comb literally inside his burger. That's an interesting condiment addition. They're, those were on Facebook. Haas was on Twitter. Utah's VFX. Angela texted us in, said that there's a food allergy. Other than that, they would probably deal with it unless it's undercooked. Yeah. 68255, number to text. Start your text with VFX. And then Katie came along on Instagram and said, oh, no. if it's wrong thing, too cold, steak not cooked enough, hair or something on it that I can't have picked off, I asked for it to be on it, mayonnaise or tiny onions. I've been in the restaurant business for 12 years. It amazes me that so many people are afraid to send their food back. They're scared they'll upset the chef or what will happen to their food. Stay home if you're afraid to send your food back. That's your meal and you're paying for it. You should be able to enjoy it. Aww. You tell them, Katie. You tell them, Katie. I like that. See, I tend to not send it back. Just like if it comes out and it happens to be, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not overly sensitive with food now i'm i'm not very picky i don't really care uh i i kind of like mccall's attitude of this is my excuse to try something new uh, i do agree with katie because we've gotten in the tipping thing a whole lot so getting the order right is part of that so give them a heads up and that's the other thing too don't be afraid of repercussion because for me it's not it's an un, it's not an uncomfortable thing it's just the it's a vibe thing. It's who I am. Yeah. Kind of relaxed about it. Yeah, me too. Because normally, don't be afraid, because usually the response is, my bad, we'll get that corrected for you. However, there's sometimes, my brother had an issue with uh, salad, hair in a salad once, and they tried to fight 
tooth and nail to let him know that no, that's not that's not one of our cook's hairs. It's not the right color. They offered him, a, I think, a half off on the salad. To which he went and found a manager. That was a first manager. Found a second manager. Said this is unacceptable. I will not be coming here again. Finally, got the whole thing rectified. Needless to say, because they fought tooth and nail, telling him no, we're not going to give you anything because that's not a hair of our cook. They will no longer be attending that restaurant anymore. Yeah. And I think rightfully so. I think so too. You know, I don't, there should be zero repercussions with it. Majority of the time there is. Majority of the time there's, there's no sort of repercussion. It's like, oh shoot, I'm sorry. We messed up. Let's fix it. But I just remember when I was working at the restaurant, there were some of the cooks that I worked with that were just ornery. Like you'd go back and be like, Hey, I need this. I need toast or whatever. And they'd be like, well, why didn't you put that in the order? Well, I did. You hooligan. If you read, you'd know. I think that was the most stressful part of that job. Again, that's part of my understanding of the food. Cause I have family members that immediately get upset that everything's not right the first time. McCall's example she just gave is a why I have more patience now at an older age because just because your food order's messed up doesn't mean the waitress or waiter no. got it messed up. Cook could have messed it up. Maybe they grabbed the wrong plate. You can have a little bit of patience. Yeah. Angela commented on her Facebook page said she always complains. Chase also on Facebook said, my order's wrong. I'll always say something. There's a reason why I went to that restaurant and ordered that particular thing. And hey, if it's something you really want... Like when McCall and I went out and got sandwiches, that's actually why I corrected it. The sandwich I ordered is the sandwich I wanted. It's the sandwich I get there every time because it's delicious. Yeah. That's what I wanted. What does it take for you to send food back? Hair on the plate, dirty silverware. The order's wrong. Where do you fall in that? You tolerate it. You send it back. If you like it, do you keep it and you don't? That's Is that what decides it for you? Keep commenting on all social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Utah's VFX. You can download our mobile app off our website, utahsvfx.com. You can actually talk to us there as well and take VFX on the go. What does it take for you to send your food back? That's the question with AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ and McCall's Debate Today. Now it's Throwback Thursday, which we yeah. all love. I love Throwback. It's one of the best days. And yesterday for the Debate Today, we had a fun topic, albeit a creepy one. I continued to have conversations on social media last night. About skinwalkers and... Sorry to bring up scary stuff. All those things. So today we're going to combat that with fun. Yeah. And good. Yeah. So what are your what are your feel-good songs? We got a co-worker here, Chet, who's going to... We're going to have call in and explain this. He, for some reason, has this just magical attachment to a specific song that just gets him over heartbreak. Yeah. It's actually a really good story. We'll get him on the line here in a little bit. He'll explain... But what are the songs that, because we were scared yesterday, we're focused on feel good, that are your mood lifters for whatever reason. You can be having the worst day, you hear it and Bam. feel great. Your your day is perfect. Maybe you have a set playlist you go to, whether you're having a bad day or you're feeling sad. And you're like, All right, I need my happy playlist. What are those songs? I have some good ones. I have playlists for multiple moods and multiple situations. I have playlists I'm also. excited for this. So, of course, you can comment on all our social media, Utah's of EFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, 68255, the number of text start with VFX, or 435-787-0945. What are your feel-good jams? It's the Debate at 8 with AJ and McCall on VFX.
The Brit Awards ended up happening yesterday, and there were some big winners. Stormzy ended up walking away a huge winner. One British male solo artist, he was up against Rag and Bone Man, Loyal Carner, Liam Gallagher, Ed Sheeran was in the category as well. Is pretty some stacked. Really stacked categories. Yeah. Well, I mean, British Album of the Year: Dua Lipa, Ed Sheeran, Jay Huss, uh, Rag and Bonan, and Stormzy. And Stormzy ended up winning both of those. Best Female Solo Artist: Dua Lipa. Gorillas came in as the British group. British breakthrough: Dua Lipa. She has done incredible things. Incredible things. British Single of the Year went to Rag and Bone Man with Human, which. I love that song. Have you heard that song, AJ? I love that yes. song. With Yeah, it's incredible. Yes, but they were up against Little Mix, Jonas Blue, Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa, Calvin Harris, Jay Huss, Clean Bandit, and Zara Larson, Jax Jones, Liam Payne. Just really The categories really are really good. stacked, especially the, uh, the international ones. Yeah, really international too. female solo winner. Was Lord up against Taylor Swift, Bjork, Pink, and Alicia Keys. Just... Incredible. They, it was so good. The performances were incredible as well. If you're wondering, seriously, McCall, how incredible could they have been? Well, they ranked them from worst to best, and worst performance was Justin Timberlake. So Take that, JT. Dude, he's incredible. He does such a great job. So they came in at number 10. Foo Fighters performed Ed Sheeran, uh, Sam Smith, Rag and Bone Man, Kendrick Lamar, Rita Ora, Liam Gallagher, Dua Lipa. I mean, I can't. Stormzy performed. He was incredible. It was, it was, it was so good. Oh my gosh. So good. Kesha is actually postponing a lot of her concerts because she is undergoing some knee surgery. She ended up tearing her ACL. And it's curious to me because AJ brought it up a little bit ago. Normally, it's an athlete injury, and so I wonder if she ended up having some sort of a past injury, if it was strained or something along those lines, and ended up just tearing it that way. I'm just concerned. Well, not concerned. I hope she gets better. But I do, too. I have no luck with concerts. No. I have tickets to go see her. I had tickets to see her the first time she canceled because she broke her wrist or something. Yeah, and so she had to cancel. Right. So I hope she gets better. It's really tough, though. That's the 411 this hour. Throwback Thursday on VFX and throwback out of the genre. What are your feel-good jams? It's a pick-me-up from yesterday's super scary, We're trying terrifying to... debate at eight. <laughs> We're trying to, to follow know. up and make it make it be better. We introduced the whole world to skinwalkers. There's a bunch of people out there going about their lives who didn't have that information. And they're like, oh, today's great. I don't know what that is. Oh, I wonder what AJ McCarter talked about. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. These exist. Yes, well, my day is do. ruined. Um, normally, if I'm in a bummy mood, if I'm really sad, I listen cry. to old school country music and cry. Lovey country music. Ugh. I do. Ugh. That's my that's my go to. Like if I'm feeling really sad, I just will. I'm glad then I'm it like, works for you. That just sounds like if I'm really sad. That just sounds like it'd make you. It makes more me happy. Sad no. and Miss Dustin is no. how that sounds to me. Well, it just. It reminds me because Dustin likes country music. Right. And so since Dustin likes country music, I listen to it because then I'm like, oh, it reminds me of Dustin. And then I'm like, oh, and then Dustin she cries. likes me. No, because then I'm like, Dustin, Dustin likes me. So then I can feel good and not stressed. Good. 
So we'll get into this some more. First, we're gonna, we got Chet on the phone, coworker ours. The whole thing that spawned this is Chet has this really almost supernatural, apparently, tie to a song that cures him heartbreak. So let him explain his story first. We'll get back into Feel Good Champs. Chet, thanks for calling. Explain. What, what's your Feel Good Jam? You see, my song, I didn't actually choose it. I, I feel like it has chosen me, and this is going to sound bizarre, supernatural, whatever, but every time I have been heartbroken by a girl, it, it, it's the weirdest thing. Right when I need it the most, right when I'm in, you know, the, the feeling the most despair, the song on the radio will come on, More Than a Feeling by Boston. And when that guitar intro starts, I just suddenly feel the weight lifted off my shoulders. It's, it's really weird. So it, it first happened about five years ago. And um, in my worst breakups since then, there's been four of them. Well, there's been three of them since then. All four of my bad breakups are right when I needed it the most. Unexpectedly, that song will come on and just make me feel so much better. Good old Boston. And again, you're not choosing it, right? You're saying random. the song just finds you when you need it. It's Yeah, it's weird. So one... Twice it came on the radio, and the other two times it happened to be in my thousands of songs in my iPod, and it just happened to shuffle to it. it just Interesting. Knows. Just knows. It's, it's freaky how often how it just happens to come up at the right time. That's crazy. You have a song like that? Thank you, Chet, for calling 435-787-0945 you want to call. I'm lucky it worked out for Chet because you know how there's that joke when you're in a breakup, all you hear is sad songs? I've had that happen to me really badly twice. Yeah. Like I quit everything. Everything on TV was sad. Everything on the radio was sad. I blocked myself off from the world. I've done it twice. Uh, when I went through my last breakup before Dustin and I got together, I just listened to Justin Timberlake's 2020 album. Right. Ed Sheeran's Plus album. Okay. Taylor Swift's, uh, what album? Red album those were all out at the exact same time those were my three albums i would turn that music up so loud and i would scream as i was driving to work <laughs> okay so for me my feel good jams are more so artists so if i'm sad and i need to pick me up uh, maroon five most of his stuff will do it actually some Maroon five stuff will double for me if i'm upset like mad and need to pick me up my big ones are Red Hot Chili Peppers, right. and if I need it, I need some funk from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Those are my. I list those put me in a good mood. You know, I think my every time f- my feel good jams: Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, always. I really like. Uh, my bad. I really like Hero by Story of the Year. Okay, a lot. I don't Family know if of the I Year. Know that. I don't think Shoot, I know that. Song. Why can't I remember who it is? That does it. Okay, you Gosh, look it up. I'm looking it up because I'm really curious. By the way, now. McCall showed me our playlist because we we did that on our our social media video. We did millions. millions. I have a lot and millions and millions of songs are in McCall's playlist. I have a lot of them. Family of the year is what Family it is. Of the year. Big thanks again to Chat four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. You want to call? Do you have a song like that that you just almost have a weird attachment to? Boston Ooh. pick Chat every time and every time. He needs it. It's there for him to help him get over a breakup. Cures his heart. Or there's uh, Skinny Love by Birdie is one that I really like. I don't think I know that one it's either. It's good. It's really originally done by Bon Iver, I think. Uh-huh. And she covered it. She's incredible. I don't know how old she is, but she started singing when she was like 13. 
She is so good. Oh my gosh, I love her. What are your feel-good jams? When you, It doesn't matter how sad you are. You listen to something, it just immediately picks you up. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Include your name. All social media, one word. Utah's VFX. McCall scored an awesome playlist oh, that she's absolutely going to share on Facebook. Oh my gosh. I'm in love with this. I'm in love with this topic. Debated date on, on VFX with AJ McCall's. <sighs> what are your feel-good jams? We heard from our coworker Chet earlier who, whenever he's heartbroken, Boston's more than feeling comes on and it just goes away. Heartbreak gone, heart healed, ready for a new day. Oh, this playlist. So here's the thing. McCall and I have mentioned, McCall mentioned a few specific songs. I mentioned a few artists already. And then we started searching for some of our other tracks. And now all of a sudden it's like, how did I forget? So give me early 2000s pop punk, Blink-182, Sum 41, Simple Plan. You put them on. My heart is happy. It's done. I'll go back to work wearing uh, Vans khaki pants and with the zip offs at the knees of course and sweatbands on my wrist oh so good maroon five i love there's so much good music earth wind and fire just pulled some up i love ewf uh my band nerds where you at i got a couple songs that i love listening to that i played in high school haven dance october uh there's Blue a october there. oh <laughs> no 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 it's just called october just october got it very nice ballad got it what's some of yours mccall uh, other ones. I don't want you to disrespect any other artists because you haven't listed them all. Gosh, now that I'm looking through this whole list, always, always fun. Yes. Fallout Boy, yes. Panic at the Disco. Yes. Preach. Um, Yellow Card. Yes. All American Rejects. Yes. I love all Who of else? these suggestions so far. Who else do I absolutely love? I used to love He Is We. I haven't listened to them for a long time. Sis hates it when I do that, by the way. My dog. Well, stop doing she it. She goes then. nuts. Metallica signed me up for that. Oh, yeah. We got a couple of texts. 68255. Start your text with VFX. You want to tell us your feel good jams. Brittany oh. says, Love Today by Mika. Yes. I love jam. Mika. Anything by Mika. John done. says, Imagine Dragons. Driving in the Mountains is. Is that the song? I'm, the way he worded it is weird. John to Denver's Sad Times. Uh huh. I'm not I re- sure how you formatted it, John. It's kind of tough to understand. Uh, I really like. I really like listening to Buddy Holly, not the one by Weezer, but like actually Buddy Holly. When my hair's cut, I can pull off a decent impression of him. I love Buddy Holly. Oh my gosh, I love Buddy Holly. I've been trying to find a record. If anybody knows where I can get a record, like a Buddy Holly record, please let me know, because I want one. You can listen really to American bad. Pie. American the day he died. How about Mackenzie Ross? This, of course, is included. And Queen, of course, one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Yeah. Mackenzie Ross, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's yeah. classic. And I love what she says. I just have to sing every word, and you cannot do that while you're unhappy. It's true. All the melodies, all the true. parts, you have to try and sing them all. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. What I love about this is it shows, and if you don't, you mean... There's a lot of people, McCall and I both like country music, and you don't have to. I get it. It's one of the most unpopular ones. Producer Butter just hates it. But what I love is you get a nice variety of different music from people. So, like, Leon, Leilani commented, and hers is, she's got Whitney Houston, Imagine Dragons, Ludacris, and the Righteous Brothers. Those four of her top songs. Mm, I love it. Love the mix. I do, too. Uh, Britannia says, whenever I heal her... Take a Pill in Ibiza by Mike Posner. Makes my heart happy. That's a good one. 
Kent Nelson says, whenever you need to pick me up and listen to the instrumental background music to Disneyland soaring over California as loud as I can get away with oh. and with as much bass as I can get. I don't expect that the subwoofers in my Jeep were ever intended to crank out Disneyland attraction theme music, but it sounds so good and it puts me in a good mood. That's good. I love it. I do too. I like that a lot. So if you missed it earlier, our coworker Chet has a song that whenever he's heartbroken, just it just comes magically. on and cures what ails him. We get a text from Angela who has somewhat similar story. We'll share in about six minutes. Tell us what your feel-good jams are. Get to our social media, Utah's VFX. Six minutes, we'll tell Angela's story. Right now, Zed Marin Morris. The the music, just it just keeps coming. Oh, my and gosh. And my soul is smiling right now. I'm so happy. The debate at 8 with AJ and McCall on VFX is your feel-good jams. The songs that lift your spirits, no matter how bad a mood you're in. You and might be having the worst time. Oh, so much fun. This is great. So we've got more to get to, but Angela's story. So what kicked us off is a co-worker, Chet, has this really interesting tie to Boston's more than a feeling. Whenever he's feeling really down about a breakup, and it's a really bad breakup, the song manages to find its way to him somehow, cheers him up. Four bad breakups, found him every time, and immediately after, feels completely fine. Angela texted us in. 68255, start your text with VFX. And her story's kind of similar. She said, my mom always seems to know when something is wrong with me. When I was in the hospital for frostbite, she told me she knows things are wrong with me because her radio station would play several angel songs right after each other. Hmm. Most of the ones I would listen to when I was upset when I was younger. Angels Among Us being the main one or Holes in the Floor of Heaven. I love that song. Really interesting. Hey, sometimes I think that... You just uh, know. It's true. Legitimately. I mean, yesterday, actually, Jillian has a really interesting take on Spirits talking on the debated eight post from yesterday. Yeah, yeah. There's things you can't explain. Right. I mean, my dad is, I think, a pretty logically grounded guy, but believes in guardian angels and right, right. informed me so when I had my really bad crash and I walked away with it with just minor bumps and bruises that he thought that someone was looking out for me that night. Yeah. Music could be your uh, guardian. Thank you for sharing, Angela. What are your feel-good jams? I am just going to go home and turn my stereo up so loud and listen to music for the rest of the day once I'm done at work because it's making my soul happy. There's so many good suggestions. Uh, let me give credit to who said it. Lyndon said Natasha Bedingfield's Pocket Full of Sunshine. That song is so darn catchy. Yeah, it is. You know what that song makes me think of? Uh, what's that Emma Stone movie? The A, the Scarlet A or whatever it is? Yeah, the... Uh, yeah. And it's, she gets that uh, card, and she gets tired of it, and then she just can't she can't resist it anymore. She just opens it and rocks out. Oh, so good. Uh, John says, Lincoln Park's waiting for the end. Love that song. Love yeah. Lincoln Park. You got to check out the playlist also McCall found. It is no argument. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. It's so good. She commented on our Facebook page, Utah's <sighs> VFX. There's... Such an amazing blend. It's an array of music. Of generations of music. It is so good. Oh, so good. You've got you've got stuff from Panic at the Disco. You've got stuff from Hall and Oates, the the Foundations. We've got 303, Metro Station, Foreigner, Carrie Underwood's on there, Foster the People, Michael Buble, We the Kings, the Gorillas, the Monkeys, the Police. There's so many different Rock artists on it. Accent. I love it. This is the it's best. It's an amazing playlist. If so good. If you can listen to it and not find a single song you like, well, then we can't be friends. Mm. Because I love all of it. 
They're so good. All of it. Oh, oh, oh. NSYNC is on there. Backstreet Boys. Of Earth, course. Wind, and Fire. Of course. Kelly Clarkson. Kansas. What uh-huh. are your feel-good champs? That's the debate at eight. We're counteracting yesterday when things got creepy and scary because McCall and I both don't do scary. So we're counteracting it with awesome music today. What are your feel-good champs? No matter where you're at, they just pick you up. 68255, the number to text. Start with VFX. Comment on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. One word. Give us a follow if you haven't already. Utah's a VFX. McCall, where are you at now? Where's your happiness on a scale of 1 to 10? I am just so content. Oh, my gosh. I finished going through this whole playlist because this playlist is like... Fire. There's 96 songs, straight six fire. hours and 14 minutes of just straight happiness, okay? Straight happiness. Hey, what the, is the title of that, by the way? I'm writing that down. <laughs> songs that never fail to wait, make white people be on turn. Perfect. I'm saving that. It's so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So, the debate today is songs that make you feel good. Your feel-good jams, because our coworker Chet loves... Boston's more than feeling, more than and it just warms his heart. Every time he has a bad breakup, it warms his heart. So what are your feel-good jams? I'm sending this playlist to Chet, by the way. Do it. He'll love it. Yeah, I will. So uh, also a great list. Richard Carpenter shared an awesome list. It's a list of songs you want people to sing in the car that can't resist. It's so good. It's the first like 12 or whatever songs on this playlist, actually. 100% agree with that list yeah, as well. Yeah, I do. On our oh, Facebook so page, good. Utah's a VFX. Uh, Clayton texted us in the light by disturb one of his feel good jams. Bradley, look, Brad, I, I agree with you on your second song. Bradley's two songs are lips of an angel by hinder. Good song. I hate that song. I love it. And how to save a life by the fray. Love it. Love them. That both. song makes me almost cry most times. Those songs both remind me of like eighth grade. That's fair. <sighs> mm. I'm going to high five Jake Anderson. He said anything by Social Distortion and Avenged Sevenfold pre-2010. High five. I agree 100%. Also showed off some sweet ink. Yeah. With you, Jake. 100%. That takes me back. Avenged Sevenfold pre-2010 takes me back to System of a Down in my high school days. Both those groups were huge in my friend circle. This is one of those things. I don't know if anybody else does this. I know McCall does because obviously we work together. It's one of those things where... I go to YouTube to play a couple songs from a call that are on my feel-good jams, and I'm like, oh, best one-hit wonders of 2000. Oh, best 100 songs from 1992. Well, I'm done. I'm done for the day. Call it good. I'm listening to music the rest of the day. Right. Love it so much. It's good. It's good stuff. Chase Checkett says, before I go into any interview or meeting, I play this song outside and do the dance that's mentioned at the very, very, very end of the song, and it's R. Kelly's Happy People. Uh (laughs) Aha. I love this. I'm so much in love with this. Oh, what are your feel-good jams? Give us a comment on any social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Follow us to all one word, Utah's VFX. I love you. I love missing you by Puff Daddy from Eliana. It's her feel-good jam. Puff 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 Daddy. What do we got here for us? See Mike Tompkins for chilling, skillet music for any occasion. Oh my gosh, skillet! Breaking Benjamin. Oh my gosh, I love them too. Hashtag crank it up. Yeah, that's on Twitter. Oh, 
I love Skillet. I love Breaking Benjamin. Three Days Grace needs to be on that list, too. Mm, that's my angry music. Uh, Three Days Grace is my angry music. Uh, I love it. It turns me from angry to very happy. Oh, it does. It's when I'm upset. That's my music. Like, Avenged Sevenfold is my angry music, too. And by the end of it, I'm not angry anymore. But I'm with you. Oh, my. There's so much good music. I love it. I love that we have so much different music coming in for suggestions. What are your feel-good jams? Keep commenting. Keep texting. 68255. Start your text with VFX. Include your name. What song makes you happy, no matter how bad a mood you're in? It's the Debate at 8 with AJ and McCall at VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. Keep telling us your feel-good jams, especially because it could win you Lava Hot Springs tickets. We're giving away a pair tomorrow. Yeah. And the way you're getting entered for that drawing is participating. And that's, that's all you have to do. Yeah. Comment, call us, text us, whatever. Every hour we pick a few people. They're going to get entered in the drawing we're doing tomorrow morning. For the debate today, Kent, Marina, Bradley, they're entered in. We've also had Chase, Haas, Katie, Jackson, Jacob... All get entered in today. Congratulations. So just comments. All you have to do every hour, pick a few people. We'll do the drawing tomorrow morning, give away our last pair of passes to Lava Hot Springs. Yeah. And also, speaking of which, you want to double up. We are so, 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 so close to 6,500. We're 21 away now from 6,500 Facebook likes. And once we hit 6,500 Facebook likes, we give away a Serenoni blanket. These things are beautiful. They are so soft. They're so warm. They're heavy. They're just amazing they're seriously my favorite blankets that i've ever had before in my life in my life they're exactly what you need in this colder weather yeah and again you like now it's not like you're entered in for 6500 because everyone likes the page gets entered into a drawing that's how it works and then you're done every hundred we do a prize drawing 66 67 68 etc 7000 will give away another serenity blanket so liking now gets you entered in and frankly the sooner you like the more drawings you're entered in obviously because yeah. we're just going to keep climbing and climbing yeah, exactly. Utah's VFX on Facebook. Click like. AJ McCall on VFX. We're going to talk candy this hour. First, we got McCall's 411 and the Express Employment Job Report. That's coming up in about 10 minutes. Yeah, ish. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you like all our social media. Again, one word. It's Utah's VFX. Keep telling us your feel-good jams, mostly because I know what I'm doing with the rest of my day. I'm listening to music all yeah, day, me every too. day, constantly. Yeah. 411's next with McCall on VFX. So yesterday afternoon here, the Brit Awards ended up happening. It was nighttime there, but, you know, time changed. <laughs> Details. <laughs> Details, whatever. They ended up having big winners. I mean, Stormzy ended up walking away big time. He won with British Album of the Year, British Male Solo Artist. But he, these these categories are so stacked. I mean, Ed Sheeran's in a lot of them. Dua Lipa's in a lot of them. Liam Gallagher... Rag and Bone Man. I mean, there's so many different people. I, look, not normally a Brit Awards watcher. I missed it yesterday. It's really, they just jam-packed with a lot of talent. Of course, when you include those international categories, it allows you to bring in, obviously, artists right. that aren't British, and those categories were packed I as mean, well. International female solo artists, Taylor Swift, Lord, Bjork, Pink, Alicia Keys and Lord ended up winning. International male solo artists, Kendrick Lamar, Childish Cambino, Drake, Beck, DJ Khaled. Kendrick Lamar won, but that is a stacked category, you know, and some of these performances are incredible. We've got those up on our website. You can check those out. So good. Well, John Legend ended up having some, I don't know, vindication maybe. 
is what you want to say? Yeah. Cab driver was found guilty of stealing John Legend's Louis Vuitton luggage and $25,000 cufflinks. Oh my gosh, why are you spending $25,000 on cufflinks? That's so expensive. he wants to look bling bling. Sparkle sparkle. Dapper. Every time he shows off the cufflinks, that's what they do. You hear a loud bling bling. Sparkle sparkle. I'm sure you do. Cash is postponing concerts. She's got to undergo some knee surgery. She ended up tearing her ACL, which is heartbreaking. Really sad for her. Ariana Grande was forced to pull out of the Brit Awards. She was going to be performing, but she wasn't allowed to. Doctor said no. She I've, must really be sick. I know. I can't even imagine what's going on. You know, poor poor thing. Hopefully she's on the up and up, though, and that's the 411 this hour. AJ and McLeod, VFX Show. Said this hour, we're going to talk about candy. It's true. And we have a treat for you. See what I did there? Hmm, See what I did there? Clever. Let's just say marshmallows and whipped cream is involved. You're going to see a snippet, a snippet, snippet of me getting pied in the face yesterday. I'm really excited about it. A couple it. things about that. First of all, I still occasionally get whiffs of vanilla. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Second of all, arguably one of the most refreshing showers I've ever taken. It was Fair. cold. It froze. I was a sticky mess. I brought a towel, so I was prepared that way. Didn't bring a spare t-shirt. Not sure why. No, I'm not either, actually. I was half prepared. Half yeah. prepared. Yeah. So the full video will be coming out later this afternoon. We're going to share a snippet of it with you. We're going to talk about peeps. That's the marshmallow part of this. And also, we will announce what the punishment for iPod Idol is for next week. And that ties into our Souls for Souls shoe drive, which we're running for just one last week because of our iPod Idol punishment. That is all to come. We'll get into it after I'm the one. I love that song. DJ Khaled. You got Quavo, Chance the Rapper, Lil Wayne, and the Beebs. The Beebs. It's come back from the dead. It is up in about three minutes. We'll get into all this iPod Idol stuff after that. It's AJ McCall on VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. It is up. It is on Facebook. It is on Twitter. Let me see what I can do when it comes to Instagram. A this, preview. This is hilarious. Hilarious. Of Day. So, iPod Idol punishment was loser gets pied in the face by, of course, the winner, but strangers. Did McCall... I lost, so I get pied in the face. Did McCall take advantage? Yep. Sure did. Did we find strangers to pie me in the face? Yep. Yep. Full video <laughs> coming out later today. Oh so you can gosh. check out the teaser. <laughs> On Facebook, on Twitter right now, Utah's VFX. So we're talking about candy still. Peeps has announced some new flavors. And those include such winners as pancakes and syrup, orange Weird. and lemon sherbet, both separately dipped in fudge, Weird. sour cherry, and three mystery flavors. There's also <laughs> Neapolitan as well. Doesn't that make like 10 flavors then? Eight. I'm a, well, but, but with the two mystery flavors, the three different mystery flavors, there's like 10. It says eight. Five and then three mystery flavors. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Math, everybody. I don't know how to count. So I'm... Eh, peeps, ugh, not a fan. McCall and I eh, think that the, the flavors are okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there could be better. So if they settled on this, what flavors did they turn down? I mean, they had to have settled. They had to have turned down a lot of them, right? Uh, biscuits and gravy turned down. Uh, maybe queso uh, turned down. That's just a shame. You'd really want queso flavored marshmallows. I don't like marshmallows. <laughs> I don't really like peeps very much in the first place. Sour cream and onion. Oh yeah, turned down. Duh. Three cheese blast. Gross.
<laughs> in an age of spicy jalapeno. Sriracha. Turned down. Yeah, oh. Sir- oh, sriracha was 100%. It was this close, though. I'm sure. Frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if sriracha is one of the mystery flavors. I'm being 100% honest now. Oh, that's fair. Oh, now I'm Gross. worried because we I obviously know. have to try the mystery flavors. Right. Obviously. I feel like sriracha is a, is a solid choice. They're at Walmart, by the way. Salt and vinegar. Gross. Probably. Flavor for everything nowadays. Probably. Tide Pod. I was thinking that. Tide Pod. It's one of the mystery ones is going to be like an orange and blue swirl. It would be so funny. Because it's white in the middle. It's minus marshmallow. I don't know. We need to know what you think the uh, rejected Peeps Ugh. flavors might might have been or which ones. What are the ones that just missed the cut? Because seriously, these ones aren't horrible. I want to try sour you. cherry. Sour cherry is probably going to be decent. They've got sour cherry. The Neapolitan one, I don't imagine being horrible. I also don't imagine like yeah. the lemon sherbet dipped in fudge being terrible. Pancakes and syrup might be okay. Not everything needs to be flavored every other way. They're just going with Oreos. They're, they got to compete. Just keep them marshmallow flavors. They got to compete. No. Nobody said Oreos got it right either. I know. Don't forget, this is also the year that Pringles announced, not this year, but I think next year, they're going to have that Thanksgiving feast flavors pack. Biscuits and gravy and mashed potato. They're chips. Make them cheese flavored or sour cream flavored. Call it good. It's all I need. What are the rejected flavors for peeps? Comment on our Facebook page. Comment on Twitter. Comment on all social media. Utah's VFX. You can also see, again, the teaser of me getting pie to the face, which McCall thoroughly enjoyed. If you can't tell, the the smirk on her face in this preview video could blind people how big it is. It was it was fun. How do you AJ? not enjoy getting to pie someone in the face? Check out the video. The full video will be out later today on all social media. What are the rejected flavors of Peeps? You know what we haven't said yet, McCall, that apparently is a flavor in everything now, including engagements. Obviously, avocado got turned down. What? For flavored Peeps. Yeah. Avocado totally got turned down. Yeah, I'm sure. It's AJ McCall at VFX. I'm sure there's some version of a barbecued something Peeps. What about like, yeah, buffalo buffalo sauce Peeps? Buffalo ranch Peeps. Wing flavored. Peeps announced eight new flavors that include pancakes and syrup, sour cherry. There's three mystery flavors available. And overall, McCall and I are, eh, okay. Eh. We got to think these are some of the ones that are near the bottom of the list that got just didn't make the cut, didn't make the cut, and they're like, all right, we need some new ones. All right, you're in. What, what were the ones that were turned down in this case? Biscuits and gravy? Is there a turkey peep somewhere? Ew, gross. Uh, let's go with sriracha. Sriracha is definitely one that almost made the cut. Radish. Gross. Uh, Tide Pod. Yeah, definitely. That one almost made the cut. Easter ham. <laughs> Because they're peeps for Easter. Easter ham. Oh, yeah, probably pass. Hard pass, but yeah, probably. Uh, Christmas tree. <laughs> how about peanut butter? Is there a peanut butter peep? How's that not made it? Oh, I how don't know. Sarah, how is sour cherry, which I admittedly do want to try, how does sour cherry make the cut before peanut butter? Chocolate. Chocolate's not on there. chocolate one either, is there? Mm-mm. Butterscotch. Peeps really, have peep, Peeps ever had a flavor before this? I mean, I've tried them occasionally. They're different colors, but aren't they all marshmallow? Uh, I don't Am know. Am I wrong in that? I, I haven't don't had know. a Peep in forever, so correct me if I'm wrong. They might have. But I don't remember them ever being different flavors. just remember them being different colors. I don't know. 
What are the rejected Peeps flavors? That's the question, and it's you can comment on Facebook, on Twitter, while you enjoy me getting pied in the face multiple times to this sound effect. Whop, 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 because it's repeated in slow-mo. The Just only thing missing is a last... beep, 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 beep. Just wait until you see the last one, because we knew it was the last one, so McCall basically dumped Go an entire big. can of whipped cream in it. It was like a can and a half. It it was quite full. Yep. It was a very full can, or very full pie can of whipped cream. That full video, of course, me getting pied in the face multiple times by McCall, by strangers, will be out later this afternoon. Big thanks, as always, to our videographer and editor, Denise. Does great work, comes with us on all our shenanigans. What are the rejected peep flavors? Comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Utah's VFX. Enjoy the video of me getting pied in the face. That's just the teaser. I get pied, I think, six total times. That video is later this afternoon. Facebook Roulette in six minutes. It's AJ McCall on VFX. AJ and McCall are going to play Facebook Roulette in one second because we have to announce what next week's iPod Idol punishment is. Yeah, we do. So tomorrow, 930, we're going to sing random song. Well, not a random song. Song with a random stylistic choice. You'll yeah. get to judge all weekend who did it best. The punishment for the loser, McCall, is that the loser will be wearing... Pumps, high heels. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday next week. We're going to go Monday and pick them out for the loser. Got to wear and, some high heels. And that is our last uh, little promotion for Souls for Souls, our shoe campaign. We're running out this week. 810 West, 200 North. We want to donate here in Logan. But the loser will be wearing high heels and, for three days. And now, mind you, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week, we're supposed to be having some snow. And it, it keeps changing, possibility of it. Supposed to be in Saturday, Monday, so there will be snow. So high heels in snow. Hence, hence punishment. Woo. I'm not looking forward to it. I've lost twice in a row. I've had to propose to strangers. I've gotten pied in the face by strangers. I think it's McCall's turn to lose. That's for you to determine tomorrow when we sing. Now it's time for Facebook Roulette. McCall, spin away. I'm spinning and spinning and spinning. Stop. Uh, I landed on BuzzFeed's post. It's. Ellen asking Bill Gates to guess supermarket prices. Ooh, I bet he does bad. Yeah. I actually watched this earlier. This is hilarious. Okay. Let me see if I can beat it. I don't think so, but I'll try. Spin the mouse. Spin the mouse. Okay, stop. I landed on Angela Helen McKay, who shared Rick Lax has friends episode stealing strangers food. Let us watch this. Walking with the camera and... Chicken fingers stolen. That lady's complete shock. She didn't do anything. Oh, this dude's eating out of a box of noodles. And clearly that guy is mad. Fun fact. This is pretty good. I would never do this, but McCall yesterday encountered someone who panicked because he thought he was going to get pied oh in the face. Oh my gosh. He was like, nope, no, no, no. Actually really funny. You can win. I bet yours is quite hilarious. It's hilarious. VFX is Facebook roulette. You can play with us every day. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. You can become part of our Facebook feed and end up on VFX's Facebook page. If you ever miss a show, utahsvfx.com. It's up there every day. All the iPod idols, the McCall's 411, Drop the Mic podcast, whatever Friday, they're up there. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio app. We're on all those as well. You can literally find us anywhere. Yeah. So... Until later, for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.